Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is episode 26. The last episode until our first live show. We got to promo this at the beginning of the episode this week. So people won't like just not listen to it because it's like they got to the end and they were like, I'm bored and stopped listening. (laughs) After the live show, everything's going to be different. So you better come see us. And it's Wednesday. So it's in two days. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you live farther away than New York City, you should just buy your ticket now. Mm -hmm. Get on a bus. Get on the bus and uh, come see us at the Bell House with Mariah and Allie and IRL Club. I like when you say Mariah and Allie as if people... Are like, oh, Mariah and Allie. Like, to me, it's like Mariah Carey and Allie Fedotovsky. Like, oh, <laughs> Mariah and Allie are going to be there. Awesome. I mean, with any luck, they will be. You will drive us. Okay, Bobby. Lindsay. Who is Mike Pence? Mike Pence is... Uh, Donald Trump's vice president pick. And he is the current governor of Indiana. Uh, He's not going to run for re-election, probably because he wouldn't win anyway. And he is a 57-year-old career politician slash lawyer. I guess he was a lawyer at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Just a very conservative man who is uh, a fan of chilies. (laughs) How did you feel about the chilies controversy? Like the so the so the controversy is it, we're sp- we're talking specifically about this Us magazine article that covers specifically New York media people being upset that Mike Pence went to New York and ate at Chili's when it's like I'm sorry there's nothing that New Yorkers love more than a chain restaurant opening and going there ironically so how dare you make fun of this guy for going there earnestly <laughs> there's plenty of other shit to to make fun of him for honestly it's like. Just that picture, like, earnestly or not earnestly, like, I resp- like I don't like him at all. He's bad. He's a bad person. Bad man. But this is the one thing that he does where I'm like, mm, good taste and judgment. Like, <laughs> like love a Chili's, like, for the family, you know? Because, like, we don't know where he was in New York. Like, isn't there a Chili's, like, in Ridgewood? That's probably, like, one of the best things in Ridgewood, right? Like, Yeah, I've been to that Chili's. It's a great Chili's. It's right next to a movie theater. Yeah. You know? I, I, last time I went to that Chili's, I got – we went to Chili's. And then we there. saw Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh, you were there I was night? fucking there, you <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Wow. Huge what shocker. I did, what I did respect, before we get into all the awful things about this new Who, this uh, Who publican, uh, I did also respect that they ordered salsa and guac with their chips. <laughs> I would love to know what they ordered for the rest of the meal. The margaritas at Chile are great and very good deal. I really don't know anything about this man except for that he chose Chili's at this point. But I will say that the the news surrounding him, which is just like a flurry of who is X stories are my favorite. And some of them just include some information that is very irrelevant to the conversation. Such as? Like... Uh, fun fact, the Pences love animals. Thank you, New York Times. I literally, I literally could not give a fuck whether he well, likes a cat There are dog. no other fun facts about him. It's all, like, bad. It's true. Because he, ha- he has these very typical conservative, you know, social beliefs where it's like, don't do stem cell research. Evolution isn't real. Like, abortion is bad. Immigrants yeah, these are, are not being fun facts. The opposite of a fun fact. He looks kind of like, like Voldemort- 
merged with Anderson Cooper, but then they had a baby that had whatever Benjamin Button had. <laughs> wait, so you're saying he's you're saying he's mixed two wait, you say Voldemort and Anderson Cooper? Voldemort and Anderson Cooper, but then if Voldemort and Anderson Cooper had a baby, but that baby had Benjamin Button syndrome, that's what he looks like. Which part in the syndrome is he? The baby, he's, so he's the old right, baby, he's right in the middle. Oh, okay. Because you know he kind of looks because he has a, a weird mixture of old and young face. There's something he looks artificial. <sighs> he looks like he has weirdly young eyes and an old face. I'm telling you, Benjamin Button syndrome, and he has like a, an evil Voldemort mouth. He could look like a Chili's appetizer, but his shit is bad, and he's bad. Do we have? Do we know any? Do we want to talk about Pence any longer? I really don't. I feel like you actually knew a lot more than I expected. He's bad, but loves chilies. Bad, but loves chilies, but hates gay people also. So that's fun. How can you hate? How can you love chilies and hate gay people? That's like <laughs> if their chilies, if their chilies was in Times Square, let me tell you, they would have hated their server. <laughs> Mike Pence may love chilies, but the only candidate the Tex-Mex chain is backing comes shaken and served up. In case you were wondering, we exclusively support the Margarita Party, Chili's tweeted Saturday night, following the Republican vice presidential pick's now famous feast. So, Lindsay, who is Danny Mathers? This is like literally another fucked up story. The story is hell. Danny Mathers is a Playboy Playmate who, like, you've never heard of because Playboy Playmates are irrelevant in the year 2016. But point being, she is one. And she doesn't know how to use Snapchat because what she did was she went to a gym. I think it was an LA Fitness, which is weird because like not even a nice gym. You'd think like she'd have more. Anyways, she went to an LA Fitness and she took a picture of a naked woman, a normal looking woman with a normal looking body. I assume I haven't seen. They blocked out the body, thank God, of this woman. And she Snapchatted. If I can't unsee this, then you can't either. And then a picture of herself, like, with her hand over her mouth, like, in surprise or, like, mm-hmm. in disgust. And instead of Snapchatting this in to disgust. her friend. Let's right, be instead, clear. Right. Instead of Snapchatting this to her friend, which she probably meant to do or she says she meant to do, she Snapchatted it to her entire following, which, <laughs> you know, was not there for this uh, awful rude ass shit Mm -hmm. and got in so much trouble like so much trouble Mm -hmm. like people who didn't even know her were like fuck her to hell da 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 sorry swear it again um and she like lost every like endorsement and she was banned situation she deleted her twitter instagram snapchat (laughs) she deleted everything i mean she like this is honestly like she deserves it but um it's just really funny because this person who, like, basically didn't exist to me before, like, now doesn't exist to me at all because she sucks, but also everything got deleted. Like, mm-hmm. her entire career, essentially. She, um, she, her, her apology, I mean, mm, to her credit, Snapchat, Snapchat has a very confusing interface. But yeah, at the same time, if you're the, over I do the not age believe, of 12. I do not believe that she only meant to send that to her friend. Also, that's not an excuse. Where she's yeah, like, no, 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 I just meant to send it to my friend. I meant to make fun of this person and snap a photo of her naked without her permission just for my friend. She was like, uh, "I'm my job is showing my body and my number one priority is like not slut shaming or whatever. And it's like, all right, girl, like slut shaming and like taking a photo of like a 
person without their permission is like slightly different, you know, mm-hmm. like it's the same degree of like being proud of your body or whatever, but like you're being proud of your like hot body. You're like traditionally like accepted hot body. Right. So right. it's, it's, it's very. In two weeks, she's going to come out with like uh, a very public statement about body positivity and and shaming and body shaming. I love it. And this um, Us Weekly article, um, it literally the lead line is, it's time for Danny Mathers to update her LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting a job at Chili's, I guess. She'll be serving Mike Pence and his family at the <laughs> Times Square Chili's. Yeah, it's um, it's really bad. It was really bad. And I feel like like every woman can unite over the fact that like my biggest nightmare is like going to a gym and thinking I'm like okay like you can get naked and do whatever as you do like when you're in the gym locker room like you're allowed to do that that's what it's for and then like some playboy playmate snapchats you to her like army of horny teens or whatever (laughs) get out of here no she really she did ruin it for a lot of people like this is it is it is a lot of people's like biggest fear it would be my fear if i went to the gym but the (laughs) (laughs) you want to assume that it's all in your head and she is now an example that it isn't always in your head there is going to be someone who's making fun of you not even out of the gym on site yeah i mean it's just people take pictures of other people all the time and like share them as like jokes or whatever but this is like pretty like there's like you can't like take pictures in the gym locker room like come on she learned her lesson and we learned who she is I just wanted to acknowledge a photo that I accidentally posted here on Snapchat earlier today and let you guys know that that was absolutely wrong and not what I meant to do. I have chosen to do what I do for a living because I love the female body and I know that body shaming is wrong and that's not what I'm about. That's not the type of person that I am. That photo was taken to be part of a personal conversation with a girlfriend and because I am new to Snapchat, I really didn't realize that I had posted it and that was a huge mistake. I know that I have upset a lot of people out there, but please, please believe me when I say this is not the type of person I am. I've never done this before. I will never do this again. You have my word. You know who PETA and Maxim are, right? Yes, I know who PETA and Maxim are. Who are they? They're Dancing with the Stars people. Why are they in the news this week? They're pregnant. But why? Um, We knew they were pregnant, right? I mean, literally, every time she farts, they write about her. (laughs) Um, why is she in the news? Uh, oh, well, I mean, I know the link. I know it because I put the link in. They reveal the sex of their baby. It's a little boy. Oh, yay. They can name it. Um, they can name it. What's the name of the host of Dancing with the Stars? Like. How could I possibly know that? Like, he's the, like, he's the host man. Okay, they can name it after him. I gotta say, there's, there's another link. I mean, they, Us Weekly is so horny for this couple. Like, it's unbelievable. There's a. There's, there is a headline on Us Weekly, and the it it's it's categorized under dads, and it says, Maxim Chermovsky gets ready for daddyhood while shirtless in tight underwear, and we're excited. It's like, <laughs> mm, God, like control yourself, Us Weekly, right? I love. Two weeks ago, Maxim posted an ultrasound of the baby that is are you gonna shame his ultrasound no right i'm now? just saying it's like this wow. it's a it's a very indecipherable ultrasound so it's not uh, even like a good worthwhile ultrasound to share because usually whenever you see an ultrasound at least it looks like the silhouette of something that could be a fetus or a baby mm-hmm. this doesn't look like anything but his caption is put your hand up if you're a baby chermovsky and you can't wait to drive your parents crazy <laughs> 
Pubs8460 commented weeks ago, I bet it's a boy. Pubs was right. <laughs> I bet it's a boy. <laughs> I bet it's a boy. The way that that kid's, the way that that girl's carrying, it's definitely a boy, <laughs> says one commenter. All right. Um, yeah, there, every week there's new things with them. I feel like it's really just a journey. I can't wait till they give birth and there's more content. We're going to be following them uh, even when baby, when baby Max and Peta gets a driver's license and like goes to college and like baby max and Peter will get married and we'll be reading about yeah. it i'll be like 60 being like oh baby max and Peter is getting married <laughs> remember remember that bobby and you'll be like not there it's like pubs 8064 <laughs> called it pubs pubs where are you um okay we need to move on i'm so bored okay bobby what who is melanie hamrick what? Do you know, do you know? You don't even know her name. <laughs> oh, I know I oh <laughs> I know who she is. She is the 29-year-old who Mick Jagger just knocked up. It's funny because like I also didn't know her name, but I knew she was 29 because that was like what was in every headline. It's just not her name. It's just the 29-year-old. Yeah, the 29-year-old ballet dancer. Yeah, no, she um she's they've been dating since 2014 and they're reportedly surprised and happy. Which is a little, little real. I'm pretty sure most people were surprised, at least, to find out that Mick Jagger was having another baby. He's 72 because, years old. Right. He can you know, still produce sperm that creates babies. Yeah. You know what I immediately thought of? Speaking of sperm, uh, when Mick Jagger, when this headline came out, you know, the beginning mm-hmm. of um, uh, Look Who's Talking? Yeah. With like... <laughs> the, the sperm like The sperm are like, are like yeah. swimming through and it's like really funny and it's like these like puppet sperm going through the yeah. Philippian tubes That's a stuff. really... It's like probably the best movie opening ever, I was, I, think. I was imagining like Mick Jagger's sperm just like bumping into the walls and like not make... <laughs> all There's these like sperm that like one can't sperm make that it got and lost. One, <laughs> one is like coughing and like chugging <laughs> and trying to get there and it's like... <laughs> and it like makes its way into this egg and i was like oh that's probably what happened um also what's great is that there are just so many like who is melanie hamrick um articles right now and the one in the mirror splits up the segments by different jack uh rolling stone songs so it's like start me up melanie's early life dance little sister ballet success dancing in the street her shows like okay she's a rainbow swan lake have you seen your mother, baby? Expecting child with Mick. She literally went from Swan Lake to having his child. That's literally it. That's her entire life. I wanna, I wanna transition into a little dark uh, addition to this story. But before I do, we just got a tweet on our account that's really good. What? Uh, that's just at Who Weekly. I can't call because I'm in Jamaica. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? I can't call because I'm in Jamaica. What the fuck is Alden Ehrenreich? And is he as hot as a young Harrison Ford? Oh, um, I, this is great. Thank you, Ashley, for um, tweeting like this emergency tweet <laughs> emergency. because you're in so Jamaica. So we have to answer it really quickly. He's uh, the new young. He's the new young Han Solo. He's good. I think he's great. He was really good in Hail Caesar. Uh, I don't yeah, know who hot. he is. I don't know him. Um, I didn't see Hail Caesar. Um, I think Ansel Elgort was robbed. You gotta, you gotta talk about this uh, Teresa Palmer person. <laughs> I'm like the only. <laughs> I'm like the only one passionate enough about these things. I think it's because I like end up reading these like celebrity mommy blogs and I like read the entire blog. But point being, um, there is this actress named Teresa Palmer. She she's very recognizable, but she actually really isn't in anything that is very memorable, you know? 
She was mm-hmm. in um, Warm Bodies, that movie that came out with like the zombie, and she was in I Am Number Four and like Sorcerer's Apprentice and stuff. But okay, you're acting like we're all gonna remember those movies. <laughs> I, you know, I Am Number Four, the classic. But I just, for some reason, I thought she was like more famous than she is, but she's really not like anything she is married to mark weber who's like kind of an indie darling if you know who if, you know, oh yeah i know who he is yeah i he's like him. like from scott pilgrim basically mm-hmm. but they so they got married they have a kid whose name is Bodie, which is ironic because she was in the point break remix which i find a little interesting oh and then name the kid. maybe it kid. was maybe the kid was conceived while she was filming point break yeah, but then you you still have to name your kid Bodie. Okay, whatever, sure. And no one saw the Point Break remix anyway. Remix, the remake Point, anyways. The Point Break remake was one of those movies that um, I knew it was coming out, and I thought it was funny that it was coming out, and I never re- I never noticed when it came out. No, and I forgot about it until I no. saw it on like iTunes rentals. You're like, wait, that came out? Completely forgot that it came out. It must have made zero dollars. <laughs> I think it did. So, but a bit, but it did make this baby. So, the reason why she, <laughs> the reason why she's in Us Weekly, which is a, a very a, Us Weekly famous, an Us Weekly, like they love this stuff. the The headline is Teresa Palmer has no plans to stop breastfeeding her toddler son, which is great. Um, a great headline. Props to whoever wrote that headline because basically this point is that she has a. I think a two-year-old. Yeah, she's a two-year-old, and she has a blog called Your Zen Mama, which of course mm-hmm. I clicked and like read the entire blog because I couldn't help myself. And was it as good as Happily Ever After? No, it wasn't because it did. Her her husband didn't cheat on her with the you know her husband's did no not cheat. Yeah, her there was no nanny cheating. Didn't send her. <laughs> she basically has this mommy blog where she talks about whatever, and she wrote on the mommy blog this long thing about how women were giving her dirty looks for breastfeeding her son who's two years old but what she wrote was really funny like the way that she wrote it she wrote it's strange to me to think that we now fall under the extended breastfeeding label he seems like such a baby to me and it is still dependent on me for so many things Um, but having his boobies is certainly his favorite activity and I assume it will be for much longer and I am personally really inspired by the idea of letting Bodhi choose how long he breastfeeds and it's like uh yeah that he's gonna breastfeed until literally he's like 100 years old like he's never gonna stop breastfeeding you can't like let your kid decide he's gonna come home from from school and say like mom before (laughs) I do calculus homework can I like have have your boobies like I need my boobies. I need to focus on this. Like, mommy, test I need my s- boobies. The also two years. Two years is nothing compared to no, when this is actually is young. when this is actually a scandalous thing. It's when a mom has a nine year old who is still latched right. on. Like, remember that like reality show where or that like viral clip that went around of this that British mom breastfeeding her like eleven year old. And everyone was like, oh well, this is so weird. If your kid can stand up on his own, basically, like and suck your boob. <laughs> when the little kid is like, it tastes like mango, like yes, better than yes, a mango. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, he. I'm about to say I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go right ahead and do it. I <laughs> when don't have you wanna, been stopped? I don't want to pretend like I know this woman's life and I know what people have been saying to her, but I find it very hard to believe that that many people are getting mad at her or con- trying to condemn her for uh, breastfeeding at two. And I kind of think that she manufactured this just so that she could be seen as being outraged about something so that she'd be written about. I mean, yeah, breastfeeding is a very, like, 
controversial topic it's like women are like shamed for doing it even though it's like a perfectly natural thing and like has to be done yeah especially like in public and like whenever they want but it's just funny that like the way that she said it was like he can breastfeed as long as he freaking wants and i'm never gonna stop him and it's like come on at some point you're like my boobs are so like fucked up from your gross mouth on him and like like i need we just need to like stop this process it's just funny that she's like i'm gonna keep doing it until like he dies or like i die (laughs) it seems like literally one person was like oh still breastfeeding and she was like i have to take a stand Um, on my instagram the other funny thing about this article is of course us weekly like has it's like has to like have at least like 800 words on this garbage (laughs) even though there's only like about five words needed so you get closer to the bottom of the article and it reads the american academy of pediatrics recommends breastfeeding for the first six months of a baby's life but mayim bialnik nursed her son until he was four while kelly rutherford nursed her until he was three and it's like what like intern is keeping the spreadsheet of like when stars are like breastfeeding until i would kill to see that spreadsheet because i know it exists <laughs> i don't know the... i feel like they definitely have something of like celebrity moms but it's crazy i want to see all their files i bet their files are organized in like the most beautiful way it's like true. celebrities slash pregnancy slash breastfeeding slash too old slash like american <laughs> or australian I mean, also, I it's, know it's it's funny imagining, <laughs> imagine turning in this copy and your like crazy Us Weekly editor like takes off her glasses and they're dangling from her neck. And she's like, Lindsay, uh, this is great, but uh, where's the Kelly Rutherford reference? <laughs> and you have, to, <laughs> you have to find a way to squeeze in Kelly Rutherford. Oh my God. Remember Kelly Rutherford when she was uh, in the news? Her story is so tragic. It's, re- it's really tragic. She breastfeed her kid until he was three. And then mm-hmm. it was all downhill from there. All right. Can we can we please move on? I beg of you. Kelly Rutherford is still just tumbling down. <laughs> she really has such a tragic story, if you recall. Her elder sister, Bethany, was breastfed until she was five and still has fond memories. Better than anything in the world. Better than mango, even. I'd rather have lots of breast milk than a million melons. What was I saying? Speaking of tumbling downhill. Speaking of tumbling downhill, <laughs> you can use that transition right there. Um, did you see this like uh, billboard feature on Megan Trainer, who is a them, but talking about her friendship with Chloe Grace Moretz, who is a who? Did I see it? I read it several times. <laughs> you want to read like what she said? <laughs> um, well, which part? Because she said a shitload. Oh, do you want the politics part? No, I want the squad part first. Oh, the squad part first. So, in, in case you weren't aware, we've talked about it on the show before. Megan Trainer is um, a third wheel in the relationship of Chloe Grace Moretz <laughs> and Brooklyn Beckham, and they're always photographed together. They were uh, there was a, an iconic photo shoot of them at Disneyland when they all hung out together. Uh, oh my god! But they in this interview most of it is about most of the because she's on the cover of billboard so she has the profile inside most of it is about her you know sudden rise to fame and uh interviews with you know people like la reed who just praise her talents her many many talents but then there's a section about her friendship with chloe grace moretz that sort of comes out of nowhere um and they discuss squads and how they don't believe in squads and so i'm just going to read this a little bit we don't agree with the word with what the word squad means, says Chloe Grace Moretz, who first met Megan Trainer in 2015 at Kiss FM's Jingle Ball in LA. 
she and I, when we were growing up, we both dealt with being left out of a lot of situations and not being invited to people's friend groups. We just think that the squad's specific exclusivity doesn't go along with what we we believe in. And then in parentheses, none of us are anti-Taylor Swift, adds Moretz, acknowledging the queen squad leader. The the queen squad leader? (laughs) Yeah, she, it's just, they hate Taylor Swift, but they can't say it. I know. It's also like if there's anything more exhausting than talk of squads in year in the year 2016 and 2015, it's talking about bullying. It's celebrities ex- like talking about bullies and bullying as if they have like a concept or have like if they're even able to be bullied as a famous person yeah. by like other famous people or like regular people. I just it, the concept of bullying, the way that celebrities talk about it is insane to me. Not to bully Megan Trainer and wow. Chloe Grace. You're Pratt's. a bully. You're but a bully. I kept thinking about this. Um, you know the craft, the movie, the craft, the film. Do I know the craft? So you know the Christine Taylor character, who's the villain. Yes. She's the villain, and she has her little villain squad. And then there is the Robin Tunney Feruza Box squad. That they're the the stars. Nev Campbell, whatever. Scars, my scars. They are. If if Christine Taylor is Taylor Swift. And you got your Katy Perry's and who else? Demi Lovato. Um, they are the Robin Tunney's Feruza Boggs. Mm-hmm. Megan Trainer and Chloe Grace Moretz are the people who were cut out of the movie. <laughs> like they're the <laughs> they're the other people. They're the other people in the high school who you only see like the foot or like the elbow. <laughs> they never made it to the movie. You see them like in the peripheral. Like you're like, oh, who's the? Oh, they're, they're always they're always blurry. Like is that is that Megan Trainer in the back with Chloe Grace Moretz? Oh, I don't think so. You can't you can't really tell. Um, but the other thing that Megan Trainer brings up, I mean, I guess she's a them, so we shouldn't talk about it. But Megan Trainer also talks about how she has no desire to vote. Quote: She has no desire to vote. No, but like this this Us Weekly headline just kills me because it's like Megan Trainer has never voted, has no desire to. <laughs> and what category is it in? Politics. Politics. <laughs> Breaking on Us Weekly politics, Mike Pence went to Chili's and Megan Trainer <laughs> doesn't want to vote. Doesn't want to vote. <laughs> but her like reason for not voting is so stupid because like it's not like it's a protest. Like I understand people being like, "Fuck the system," like anarchy. I don't want to vote. Like this sucks. Blah. But her her reason is like read her reason. Like read it. Trainer is utterly at ease with herself as a singer, but she's not as politically savvy as some stars. While she's outspoken about LGBTQ rights, also want to see the receipts because I've never seen her being outspoken about that, and gun control. <laughs> I want to see those receipts. And too, then they please. include, and they include a quote from her in parentheses that's her advocating for gun control. And the quote is, "I think it's ridiculous that random crazy people can buy guns." <laughs> Although that that counts as outspoken, she tunes out whenever anyone brings up the election. Quote: "I should be way more aware, and if it was Clinton and Trump." I definitely vote for her, she says, which is where the quote should have ended, but she keeps going. (laughs) But I've never voted, and I don't have any desire to. (laughs) It's just like, Megan, you didn't have to tell us that. I know. Also, this this article talks about how she's a role model for young girls, when it's like, why is she basically telling them that they don't have to vote, that voting isn't cool? Oh my, it's all, it's so bad. Even if you don't vote, lie and say you do. I'm so glad she got flack for that because it's not even like it's un-American or whatever. That's boring to say, but it's more just like, come on, like you are like a privileged white person in America. Like you like vote, like fucking vote. Megan Trainer is literally from Nantucket. 
that's the whitest place that you can be from. So let's move on to another to other white people I hate. Um, just kidding, kind of. Um, did you see the Tom Hiddleston interview in Hollywood Reporter? Oh yeah. He gave the weirdest statement about Taylor Swift that like is so funny. It's like my girlfriend is from Canada. Like it was the it was like the my I have a girlfriend but she lives in Canada and she can't <laughs> come to prom because uh, she uh, is busy. Um, so they asked her like they asked him about her and he goes. Well, um, they left in the um, of course. Well, um, how best to put this, said Hiddleston, chuckling. The truth is that Taylor Swift and I are together, and we're very happy, thanks for asking. He even went on to clarify, that's the truth. It's not a publicity stunt. God. Which is like someone being like, I love my girlfriend, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Like, why would you say their full name? (laughs) God. Our friend Katie did a really funny tweet about this where she, like, took a screenshot of the part and she wrote, Taylor's like, okay, better, but not great. Maybe don't use my full name next time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly. This is, yeah, it's me at prom. Like, (laughs) I love my prom date. (laughs) Julia and I are going to be so happy together. Prom is so special. It's just like, of course I have a girlfriend. She lives in Europe and and we met at camp. He starts mentioning her like like Us Weekly writes about people where it's like, oh, I love, I love red songstress Taylor Swift very much. (laughs) This is like when Russell Wilson like searched hot woman things and then like tweeted like oh. I love my girlfriend Sierra like she is like has hair like honey and like lips <laughs> like lavender and it was like he googled pretty woman things. <laughs> Congratulations to the happy couple. Let's continue to another person. The person. Oh, the person. Let's play it. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Bobby, what's Rita up to? Well, she's up to two things. I'll begin with the first thing. Rita Ora was mentioned in a Page Six article. Page Six loves talk. I mean, obviously, Page Six is mostly going to be New York celebrity gossip and New York social social gossip. Mm-hmm. So they have an article about um, Real Housewives of New York star Ramona Singer. And she was a brand ambassador for this hair extension company run by a woman named Victoria Flores. And Victoria gave Ramona the boot because Ramona was acting like a diva. Um, Quote, diva behavior. She said, you are not Angelina Jolie. And so in this this statement that somehow Page Six got a hold of, she discusses why she got rid of Ramona. And it ends with this 
paragraph that comes that comes it comes out of nowhere like rita really should does. not have been in this story and then suddenly rita is injected into this story <laughs> and i love wild. it wild it says i can't build a business with someone that fights me with ev- on everything i need them to do and i want to partner with people that care about my business and who are not motivated by blinding greed this isn't working out for me anymore you have been nothing but disrespectful we would have never agreed to bring you on as a brand ambassador if we if we had been a bigger company I would have given, brackets, a household name like, in bracket, Rita Ora, a part of my company, not Ramona Singer. Who uses Rita Ora (laughs) as an example of a household name? Also, There's, there's something sus about the bracket use in this, where I think the editor might have taken something that was, like, said weirdly. Like, if they had said... She, she, if she said part of that where she was like, I wouldn't have wanted a person like this. And they said, well, who, what kind of person would you want? And they were like, Rita Ora. Like something, I just, it's something <laughs> yeah. weird Well, it's just, it's, it's weird to use a bracket for a household name like when, if it's a household name, it would never need a bracket. It would never it's need also, an additional descriptor. It's also interesting because, of course, this comes into me like of defending Rita Ora somehow. But like Rita's doing promo for like Coca-Cola. Like she's not doing your hair extensions. Yeah, Rita's not going to do your shitty hair extensions because she has bigger fish to fry. She's literally doing like sugar-free Coke. So honestly, like she's fine. She doesn't <sighs> need your shit. Rita hates sugar. Yeah, she, of course she does. Rita hates she, sugar. She hates it. But She's she likes sweet flavor. enough already. Oh my god! Can we move on to the next thing? Please? Yes, I can't have this. Um, so the other thing that Rita did recently was flash her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that Rita did was flash her underwear, which like normally I'm like you know I don't need to like I don't I don't really enjoy these like pop shots where people are flashing their underwear or vaginas getting in and out of vehicles, but this one by the Daily Mail is truly like. In, like it's like a masterpiece of a masterpiece. this genre. Um, so the headline is "Educating Rita." Aura flashes her underwear climbing out of a helicopter before ANTM co-star Ashley Graham shows how it's done. Meaning Ashley Graham covered her vagina, and Rita did not cover her vagina. And you have to read all the captions. So all, there's there's a series of vi- photos where you can tell the pop took like a thousand photos at once and caught like a moment of her underwear showing, which like, to be fair, I went to a Rita Ora concert for six dollars and she performed the I- entire time in a pair of underwear. So it's not like anything <laughs> that anyone hasn't seen. It's like her vagina's covered. Like it's not. Do you know what I mean? This is I not like what a whatever. So, so Rita's getting out of this helicopter and you see it photo by photo. But the best part about this, the Daily Mail um, captions are just wild. They're just wild. So the first one is, out in a flash, Rita Ora exposed her underwear as she climbed out of a helicopter on her way to filming America's Next Top Model in New York on Thursday. The next one is, trouble ahead. Rita struggled to exit the helicopter as elegantly as her co-star. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Next one. Looking hot right now. She was back to looking her dazzling best in a skimpy silver dress after her mishap. Half a second later. God. God. Next one. Showing her how it's done. Plus size (laughs) beauty. Ashley Graham makes it look easy as she slid out of the chopper. Also, like, 
Daily Mail cannot not call her plus size. Like, that is, like, Daily Mail's number one prerogative yeah. is, like, reminding you this is a plus size model. Also, Ashley Graham's, Ashley Graham's dress goes down to her knees and Rita's is, like, barely covering her it's vagina like to begin with. It's, like, over her belly button. Right. Like, Rita cannot not show her underwear in this dress. Okay. Next one is really good. Russian this one's ru- the best one. Russian roulette. Do you think they thought she was Russian or something? I think one? so. Like, I think they confused themselves. I think they think she's Russian. Russian roulette. It seems Rita knew she was taking a gamble for glamour as she covered her modesty earlier in the day. So they have a photo from hours before of her <laughs> holding her hand near her vagina. And so they said she knew what was coming. <laughs> also, they call her vagina her modesty. <laughs> Which is that sounds like fun. something that the headmistress of a school from 1880 would call the vagina. Be sure to cover your <laughs> modesty, girls. <laughs> so weird. And then, what, are there any other good ones? Oh, here. There's one further down with them. It's her and this Ashley. Is the like, be- this is actually the best one. And they, they're looking at each other. It's like maybe they <laughs> talked, but like it's unclear. And the caption is, educating Rita. Perhaps Ashley was sharing some tips on how to safely get off a helicopter with her co-star. What Which is, is this, like? What, is what does this narrative they're trying to, do to establish? It? I don't they, understand. They turned a this this these photos span a total of fifteen seconds. It's Rita getting out of an <laughs> an helicopter, Ashley getting out of a helicopter, and then they say something to each other. And Daily Mail turned into one thousand photos with a cat with a story about Rita showing her vagina ashley saying rita don't show your vagina get out of the helicopter like this and then after she was done they make it seem like they had a conversation that was 30 minutes long about like avoiding your vagina it's her modesty and the last photo in this series i skipped a few more is really good where they have a picture from like before she got out (laughs) that's weirdly like it's like zoomed out it's like the pre-photo before she showed Mm -hmm. her vagina and it says making an entrance it initially seemed rita would be emerging from the chopper like a rock star and then with the end of that assuming but she emerged like a piece of trash (laughs) it's like it's 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 after you go through all of these photos there you're already a nostalgic for the beginning like oh if only she would have done it like what could have been this is like fan fiction about like Rita getting out of a helicopter written by the Daily Mail being like, we wish she didn't show her vagina. I love that they refer to Ashley as triumphant later on because she's the one who didn't show her modesty. I just can't believe they showed a photo from earlier in the day where Rita was getting out of another car and they were like, she knew she was later going to be showing her vagina. It seems like she knew. This is the best. I love journalism. Okay. It's so good. Um, wow. What a, this is a great what, what's Rita up to? I know, we usually once don't she, get so much material. Once she starts doing America's Next Top Model regularly, we're just going to have... Die. We're going to have... Gonna uh, it, it, it's a font of, of, of Rita news. I refuse to just recap America's Next Top Model if Rita's on it. I refuse to make that part of this project. I think we should. Oh my god. We'll do a All spinoff right. podcast. It'll just be uh, America's How Next Top Model recaps. Say- no, absolutely not. We will absolutely not be doing that. Um, I'd rather us do the Mayo series before we start <laughs> recapping America's Exile Model. Um, so I think that's it for that's today. It. Um, we have a show this week. We're going to keep telling you this until it happens. And then we'll probably talk about it after, too. Um, the show is this Wednesday, 7.20 at 7.30 at the Bell House in New York. So if you're coming from further away than New York, you better buy a bus ticket or a plane ticket, mm-hmm. or a helicopter ticket, but mm-hmm. don't show your modesty. <laughs> don't show your modesty. 
<laughs> and come down to the bell house where you can see us do basically this in person. I don't know. You have to look at us too, which is actually even more of a struggle. Which is I horrifying. <laughs> I know. Um, and uh, what else? Yeah. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for the theme song. Thank you all for leaving um, r- ratings and reviews on iTunes. We super, super appreciate it as well as telling your friends and just like, you know, any type of supporting the podcast and telling other people to listen. Spreading the gospel of who. We love it. great. We love it. And it's super nice. And then um, what else is there? Is that it? It might be it. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you uh, next week or Thursday for the call-in episode. Or we'll see you Wednesday in person. Oh, my God. I'm so... This is a crazy week. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Breaking on Us Weekly Politics, Mike Pence went to Chili's and Megan Drainer doesn't want to vote. Doesn't want to vote.